Tetco presents Mentorship Monday. Hello and welcome to the Tetco Mentorship Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to encourage excellence in every individual that tries to listen to it. For us to be fruitful in every avenue that God has presented towards us. So we hope and trust that even as you listen to this, you may be encouraged and you may learn something about the art of mentorship. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mentorship Monday. And we'll be continuing our study in the book of Genesis. And we'll be looking at mentorship through the lens of Genesis. And today we'll be going to Genesis chapter 4. And our title for today is Navigating Ethical Crossroads. When we look at Genesis chapter 4, we see that it starts from a positive light, especially considering what happens in Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 4, we see that Adam and Eve conceive and have a, and have two children, first Cain and then Abel. And we see that through that, their mandate of being fruitful and multiplying is indeed now starting to develop. But then we see what happens between the relationship between these two brothers. And ultimately, we see the relationship they have with God himself. Particularly, we see that Abel was somebody who kept sheep and Cain was the one who worked the ground. But then when we see that the faceborn Abel uh, would take a portion and sacrifice to God, which was acceptable to him, but then Cain's offering was not acceptable in God's sight. And through that, we see jealousy indeed starts to brew between these uh, the brother's relationship to the point of where God has to warn Cain, especially when we see it in verse 6 where it says, And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why has your face fallen? If you do well, you will not if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin will be crouching on your door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. And we see that through these words, we see that God was indeed encouraging Cain and saying, if you do something good, you will be accepted. But in the sense of if you do something that is unacceptable, it won't be accepted for you. And but we see the jealousy that brews between your idea of wanting to be accepted in the sight of God is becoming sinful to the point of where we see as we read through the scriptures Cain's jealousy continues to grow and grow to the point of where he ultimately murders his brother so from these verses we tend to look at a few aspects of how we can see mentorship principles that we can take from this and that we can see how God is trying to teach us through this story of how this can be done. The first principle we see is responsibility and accountability. So when we go into Genesis chapter four, uh, I mean chapter 4 verse 9, we read there where it says, And the Lord came to, uh, to Ken, where is your brother, where is Abel your brother? And he says, I do not know. I Am I my brother's keeper? From this verse we see in Genesis chapter 9 is that when God questions Cain about the whereabouts of his brother, Cain's response responds defensively by answering and saying, 
Am I my brother's keeper? This raises the concept of responsibility and accountability in mentorship. Mentors can use this story as a way of emphasizing the importance of responsibility for one's actions and decisions. Mentees should understand that they bear responsibility not only for themselves, but in some context for the well-being of others as well. Mentors can guide mentees to recognize their responsibilities and the consequence of neglecting them, fostering a sense of duty and accountability. So as we are seeing, particularly through his response, the defensiveness comes out and him not taking accountability, especially asking if he was his brother's keeper. In the sense of mentorship, whenever we are looking at how we should mentor others or how we should be mentored if we are the mentees, we should have an instance of how we should be responsible for our actions. Particularly when God places us in every avenue of life, where he is placing us, he is showing us that we need to be able to live to the glory of his name and also affect everybody around us so that they can see who God is. Taking responsibility and accountability is something that brings glory towards God and also shows our how we should love our neighbor. But when we are thinking of self, we come with a defensive attitude and speak with the words that Cain spoke by saying, am I my brother's keeper? Ideally, what God has created for us through the narrative of scripture is that he desires for us to be one and united and we should be able to look towards our brothers and extend love towards them. And we also see what we do and how we live takes an aspect of impacts other people. So from this statement, we can say responsibility and accountability is indeed key. In this sense, we see that Cain does not take the responsibility and accountability. But when we see that when God wants to mentor our hearts, particularly from a biblical context, mentors who are placed to mentor others should emphasize that in every avenue that these mentees are being placed in, they should have a sense of responsibility and accountability according to what their actions are. One, to glorify God, and two, for the love of the other people who they are in contact with. The second part we see is conflict resolution. And for this, we'll look at the verses of chapter uh, verse 6 and verse 7. As we've read them before, where it says, The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your face fallen? If you do well, you will be accepted. And if you do not do well, sin will be crouching on your door. It is Its desire is contrary to you, but you should rule over it. From these verses, we see that God speaks to Cain about his anger and advises him of how to handle it. This illustrates the concept of conflict resolution. Mentors should use this story to tell mentees about the importance of addressing conflict in a healthy and constructive manner. It highlights the need for open communication, self-control, seeking solutions rather than 
reacting impulsively. Mentors can guide mentees to develop conflict resolution skills that are vital not only to personal relationships but also in professional settings. So we see conflict revolution, resolution is something that is key, particularly in the world where we are emotional driven and through the emotions that drive us, it's very easy for us to respond to our emotions. But when we sit down and analyze how we should master those emotions and put them in the right perspective, it is very key for us to sit down and think about that, particularly when we're seeing here, Cain was angry and his anger, who God was now his mentor, advises him and says, you need to be able to check that and be able to respond to it in a particular way. If you do good, you will receive good. If you do bad, then you won't receive whatever you need to receive. But we see that sin is knocking on your door and you have to master it. And that's the same thing for also us. When we can't be able to use and see that where God is placing us can bring a level of where it will challenge us and with challenges comes with a lot of emotions particularly even anger and sometimes where we want to respond to our emotions but with conflict revolution resolution skills that are biblical in particular can be vital especially as we've said for personal relationships but also in professional settings and this is done through ask, asking God for constant wisdom because our emotions sometimes can be able to run all over the place. But only God can guide us and help us and check our emotions in the right perspective. And we pray and trust that even as mentors are, men, are mentoring their mentees, they can be able to see these things and help them understand that as they are growing in every avenue that God is placing them, they should be able to resolve the aspects of where conflict is uh, brewing and they should be able to see biblical methods of how to address conflict in the best possible way. We see through the scriptures that conflict is something that is evident and we see how even through the epistles that Paul writes on how they should deal with conflict in the church. And this is also something of how we should also deal with conflict, especially in the sense of ourselves, our hearts, and also our neighbors and everybody who uh, we are in conflict with. We need to do it to the glory of God and address it in a manner that is helpful, not destructive, either to ourselves or to the next person. Next one we look at is about jealousy and envy. And through that, we'll look at Genesis chapter 4, verse 5. And it says, But Cain and his offering had not, was not regarded. So Cain was very angry, and, he, and his face fell. From these verses, we see that Cain becomes jealous and envious of Abel when God favors Abel's offering. This story serves as a contrary tale about the destructive nature of negative emotions. Mentors can use this narrative to discuss the challenge of jealousy and envy, emphasizing the importance of managing these emotions in a healthy way. Mentees can learn to recognize and address feelings of jealousy, transforming them into motivation for self-improvement rather than resentment. 
So we see through these verses that this can be a lesson. We see that how Cain responds. He responds in anger and jealousy. But jealousy can be also be something that we're not supposed to use those emotions as a way of using them to want to get ahead of somebody, but use them as a motivational aspect to help us grow and help us want to achieve something good. Let's not use jealousy as a way of now trying to say the only way I can go ahead is destroying the person in front of me, but use it as a motivation of how I can I learn? How can I be better? How can I improve myself? How can I see whatever that person in front of me is doing so that I can learn from them to become like them or even better than them? Let me be able to humble myself and say, there are some things that I do not know that the next person knows. And there has to be humility in the sense of this. Envy and jealousy is something that is not a positive emotion. And we see what it led to. It led for a brother killing his other brother because of the jealousy that he had. And even in every avenue of life that we are blessed, if we have jealousy and envy, the first thing is we want to, it becomes a way of how to take away that person so people can look at us. Instead of saying that person has done a good thing, we can learn from that and we can be able to grow in our, in our self-development rather than being resentful. And I think this is what God is trying to teach us and how to uh, help us in each and every way that we, we are going in whatever he places us in our lives. The next point is morality and ethical choices. We have read uh, verse 7. And the advice we can see through here is saying that God gives advice towards Cain on doing what is right and warns him about sin's desire to overtake him and the negative touch of morality and ethical decision-making. Mentors can use this story to engage mentees in discussion of making ethical choices and understanding the consequences of unethical behavior. It prompts mentees to reflect on their actions and align them with the values of fostering a sense of moral responsibility. One of the things, especially for the believer, it puts us in a sense of where we have to be moral in the eyes of God and we have to also make ethical choices that are pleasing in the sight of God. God indeed wants Cain like he wants each and every believer whenever we are placed in every avenue particularly in our walk of faith. We have to make decisions each and every day. And those decisions come with consequences as it goes back to the first point we said about responsibility and, and accountability. But here we're saying we need to be able to make the, the decisions that have a moral aspect of which brings light to who God is, an ethical choice, which is something that is also desired from us from god as we try to live to bring excellence in every avenue he places us so from that we have to always choose whatever we do and when our choices of what we are doing we have to align it firstly to the word of god and we have to do it as a way of trying to say that we as believers live for the glory of god and live according to his will and we pray and trust that even as we have 
difficult decisions that may come in our lives, we may choose what is right because what is wrong will always be lingering and we'll try to do that. And we have to be able to suppress those things and, and put our emotions and let them submit to the word of God. This can be in any situation. It can be in the workplace of how we try to get ahead in either promotions or anything. Are we doing something that is moral or ethical? Or are we doing something that is unethical just to basically get ahead? And there are consequences of that. Because by doing that, we, even though we cheat the process, we cannot indeed cheat God himself. So here when we see Cain, Cain is actually given the warning. Sin will overtake you. And that's the same for us. Sin can overtake us. And to the point of where our morality becomes, um, our morality just goes down and down. And even our ethics reduce because we suppress the truth as scripture tells us. And we, we tend to say uh, the sin and we turn the truth into a lie because of the hardening of our heart that we have on a daily basis. And we pray and trust that the Lord indeed can speak to our hearts as we continue to go on day in and day out. The final point we'll look at is consequences for action. And for this, we look at chapter 4, verse 11 and 10. And it says, And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hands when you work the ground you shall no longer yield to its strength and you shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on this earth from these verses of chapter 4 11 and 12 the consequences that Cain faces for his actions are severe illustrating the concept of reaping what you sow Mentors can use this story to teach mentees about the importance of considering the consequences of their actions before making decisions. It emphasizes the idea that actions have repercussions, whether positive or negative, and encourages mentees to make thoughtful and responsible choices. As we see through these verses and just also through the scriptures, we see that there's a curse that has been given to Cain. This also gives us another aspect of whenever we are placed in difficult situations, we need to also consider the consequences of what we do. There are actions to consequences, as we've seen, positive or negative. In this case, we saw his, uh, his action was negative and it bared consequences. So whenever we are placed in every avenue, we should always search our hearts and see that the, the reaction of how we react will bring an element of consequences that um, we have to consider. Sometimes it will be positive and will bring glory towards God and negative will bring an aspect of where we have to uh, bear those consequences. So we always have to ask God for wisdom in every situation that we've been placed and how to conduct ourselves. That we make the right decisions that bring an aspect of glory towards God's name. So we just pray and trust that even as you have been put in these decisions, you can be able to do it in a manner that honors God.
So as we've come to the end of now Genesis chapter 4 and seeing the principles that have been mentioned through the scriptures, we can see that God mentorship can be also used through this story. Firstly, we've seen the aspect of respons uh, responsibility and accountability, how we should deal with conflict resolution, how we should deal with jealousy and envy. And the next one was how we should make uh, morality and ethical choices in every aspect of where we are. And the last one is how consequences to the actions that we take, whether positive or negative. And we see that through that, God indeed has placed us in every avenue that we have been placed to be excellent and bring glory towards his name. So we have to ask for God's wisdom. This story is an example of how God has placed certain people to bring glory towards his name. And when somebody fails, envy comes in and they respond to it in a negative way. So when also you're placed in a certain situation, may not be as similar as this, but when you are feeling negative emotions, our prayer is that you may seek God for wisdom on how to deal with those negative emotions so that sin may not be knocking on you to take over you so that you may put may put sin in his rightful place so that he may submit to god himself so we pray and trust that even as we're going through these verses and through this study in genesis that you may learn something about mentorship and how god can mentor our hearts in every avenue that he's placed us so that we may strive for godly excellence in every avenue we have been placed thank you yet again for joining us on mentorship monday and thank you for indeed listening and encouraging us. Until next time, take care and God bless.